Welcome to another episode of the Music City Drive-In, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we're going to continue on and we're going to conclude, yes, I said conclude, our revisiting of the Oscars this week. We're going to tackle the 2019 Oscars, 2018 films. And as always, I am joined by an exciting panel. Well, somewhat exciting. I mean, Langford's back. But outside of that, I'll join this week by Mr. Jacob. How are you, buddy? Uh, I'm good. I'm ready for – that's funny. Uh, I'm ready to get to this year. I have some strong thoughts. Do you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wish everyone listening could see Jacob's face when I said that. I am uh, – um. I mean, no introduction. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let, I'll let you have the floor. You don't need to. You can introduce yourself there. Yeah. Hi, I'm Kinsey, and I think if anyone ranks a star is born out of number five or lower, that they are disqualified. Well, Jacob, it was nice having you on this week. <laughs> Wait, where do I have it? Number. You 10. have it in ten. <laughs> oh no! Technically, that's in no, alphabetical no, no, order. No, 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 no. If you read, it says alphabetical and rating order. So technically, that, that makes no fucking what? sense at all. So, like the five, the five and rating order. The five stars then, are in alphabetical order. Then the four and a half stars are in alphabetical order. Then the four stars are in alphabetical order. So on and so forth. As always, we are joined by from the fantasy football roundtable, Mr. Matthew Fox. How are you, sir? I mean, that was the most Drew Locke answer. No one. <laughs> I told somebody today, Drew Locke always believes he's going to throw four touchdowns. Today, he happened to do it. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes not so much. So, I guess the question would be to you is, where did you have the Stars Born ranked on your top ten from that year? I'm, I'm pretty sure I had it third. Oh, yes. So, Mr. Fox can stay on the episode this week. <laughs> All right, here we go. As always, joining us again, Mr. Eric Langford. How are you, buddy? Do I get to talk or should I just type? And people <laughs> the question is, is are you actually prepared for this week's Langford Corner? Uh, not, no, it's going to be a Kenzie Corner today. Yes. It is. Wow. I have a different oh. thing. You have a different Ooh. thing? Oh. I mean, so wait a minute. Hold on. We've got the Langford Corner. What else do we have? Like, I mean, you've been adding stuff to each week. So like, we have the Langford Corner that he's given to Kenzie. Now he's got another segment. Like, how many segments Ooh, do you need segment. before we... Before we like no, actually, I just, I just enjoyed that he was like, I have a segment, but I'm deferring my other segment to get to. <laughs> no, not a segment. Way too much. <laughs> I'm, I'm just not going to say the name of my pick until I explain why it's my pick just briefly. That's all I was oh. going to do different. So basically, what he's saying is he's adding his own part to the show again. That's basically what we're oh, saying. Oh, um, hopefully, and I not. Have hopefully a whole... it's minimal. Ricky and I discussed this, but um, supporting actress, I'm nominating everyone. You guys have no say. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, my goodness. Kind for of. those of you at home, for the first time listening here, the rules, we understand the Academy has a and we try to recognize some of the wrong They're like, there's have. rules? This seems like <laughs> you guys know the rules. Eric gets a segment every week. Jacob Kenzie, gets over. Kenzie nominates all the best supporting actresses. She also gets to pick whoever she wants for whatever category she wants. Like, wait a minute. No why, are, why is Matthew, Jacob, and I on the show this week? We're just leaving, guys. It's like, I mean, I don't even... Fox, do you want a segment too, buddy? Like, do you want to? I don't even know. Like, I just. Oh, man. I'm okay. All right. 
<laughs> I my, se- my segment's gonna be a uh, five-minute diatribe after Kenzie uh, picks the movie we all should know she's gonna pick in our next episode. <laughs> but that is for the first time listening here. The rules we understand the Academy has its faults, and we try to rectify some of the wrongdoings they have each and every year by renominating, rewarding the Big Six, Best Picture, Best Director, the four acting categories. But this game comes with a fun twist. Each person will have a chance to pick first. They will pick a person and or a movie. They will, the next person was not able to pick the same person. We then take a vote, and the voter can't pick the person, and that's how we determine a winner or six. Um, so as always... You, if you would have allowed one five-way tie, I would have more respect. <laughs> we have one. I was back. like, didn't we have one? No, no I wouldn't allow it. I freaked out on everything. I forgot. Kenzie threw a fit, and she got her own way. I mean, this is just... I mean, not my own one way. Me. I got us a winner. <laughs> I bet you this sounds so much more mean spirited than it feels when. <laughs> I mean, if you can see us, we're all laughing so. Hard. <laughs> I mean, if you can no, hear, it, we're all laughing too. But when I listen to it, I laugh a lot, and I always listen to it at work, and my coworkers are staring at me, and they're like, "I don't think this is funny." <laughs> so y'all are so mean yeah. to each other. Just proof you don't have the right coworkers. Exactly. <laughs> that is. Sorry, because now I just established play that part on blast this week, and then I was like the bus. Just kidding. Oh man! All right, as always, we start off with the supporting actress category. Is that okay, Lankford? Are we allowed to start off with supporting actress? (laughs) (laughs) Only if Kenzie gets to support to nominate everybody. (laughs) All right, sweet. I'm afraid of she delegates to (laughs) us who we pick. All right. The nominees were Mariana Di Tavario for Roma. We had Amy Adams for Vice. We had Emma Stone for The Favorite. Rachel Wise for The Favorite. And our winner, Regina King, for If Beale Street Could Talk. Wait, before and- we, before we um, pick, can I ask everyone just one question? Yes. Who was the lead of The Favorite? Emma Stone. Um, yeah. Haven't seen The Favorite. <laughs> Emma Stone, <laughs> definitely. I mean, I, I, I put her and Rachel Weiss in it. All right. Wait, Matt, what did you think? It just looks like she's dying inside. I don't think they're, they're like, like the true lead. I would have. I don't think there's a true lead. If I picked a lead, I would have picked Emma Stone. Yeah. Since this is a category that Kenzie wanted to talk about so much, we're going to let her go first. <gasps> oh, no. And you know what? I did that on purpose because I know you have like 75 of them. So. You have Wait, to. No. Why don't you let other people whittle off the? Why don't no, you go I didn't first, want to do that. Ricky. No. Take back your podcast. Hey, history, history tells us no one's whittling off her list. So <laughs> <it's sad. laughs> we've got like twenty of these. You know what I mean? We know how this goes. All right, I Kenzie. know, but someone could have picked one. Um, I'm gonna go with Tilda Swinton for Suspiria. Oh, yeah, that's this year, guys. Um. <laughs> I'm going to go Claire Foy for first man. Um, You're all just a bunch of boys. Blankly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because she was so honest and taking something silly and making it a little more like grounded in PTSD and reality, Jamie Lee Curtis for Halloween. Okay. Fox. I'm just going to say it wouldn't really matter what your Susperia was in. I wouldn't have remembered or voted for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to vote for Nelson Simmons for a quiet place. I like it. I think that's Jacob. its own thing that's starting. Um, so... <laughs> Kenzie's heartbroken. And I'm guessing we didn't swipe any of the people off her list. No! <laughs> no what I have... 
There's two I want to go with. Um, okay. Let's you're go, her Jacob. last hope, Jacob. We're a bunch of white guys. We don't watch women's movies. You're just a bunch of boys. <laughs> Helper, Jacob. When, uh, do I want to? That's the thing. Do I want to? If I no, think I know what somebody. She, uh, she has no, five no. other people. Like there's. One second. I need to. I need to confirm that this was. Okay, so I'm going to go Thomas and Timothy on... for Leave No Trace. I think in honor of Hanukkah, we should have a sixth option that is Kenzie. Yeah. Two. Thank you. It's, um, like, the, it's like the magic. See, I, now he's adding out. bits to the show. Okay. This is a collaborative. But this process. is a Hanukkah bit. So it's once a year. Um, I'm going to take this gift and I'm going to nominate Natalie Portman for Vox Lux. Oh, oh man. Talk about throwing your shot away. Oh, <laughs> my. <laughs> He's so mean to me. <laughs> no, who so was nice. that pick? Uh, all right, so Jacob, you are so we're not doing six. But is she uh, the lead of that movie too? No, she was campaigning, supporting. She is like twenty-seven minutes of screen time. All right, uh, Jacob, who'd you say from Leave No Trace? Right, uh, Thomas and McKenzie. All right, so go ahead and pick. Uh, I'm gonna go Claire Foy. Mr. Fox, I'm gonna go Claire Foy. Tilda Swinton. Yes. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis, Kenzie, Claire Foy, because you're all just a bunch of boys. <laughs> that actually sounded really and good. And Natalie Portman wins for Vox Lux. <laughs> there you go. That's Is what we're gonna do. Wait a minute. Our she gets to change the winner. There you go. There's your Hanukkah special. Didn't we yeah. just do a five way tie or who won? No, Claire. No, and i picked jamie like curtis he's like did we get a five-way tire or what like oh god <laughs> we've officially gone off the rails guys all right now we're going to speak about the boys um yeah. transitioning the supporting actor uh we had mahersha ali for green book who won we had sam rockwell for vice Adam Driver for Black Klansman, Sam Elliott yes. for Star is Born, yes. and Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever yes. Forgive Me? Which Am I going to just reflect that movie sucks. What? Can You Ever Forgive Me? Yes. Absolutely agree. 100,000%. Oh my God, my heart. Completely disagree. I feel like Matthew Fox found my letterbox and he's like, I'm going to be moving to Kinsey. All these no, things are I, horrible. It took me like five different uh, swings to finish that movie. I just would watch oh 20 God. minutes and felt like my life was ending and have to take a break. Oh so basically, it was like I'm watching, I'm thinking of ending things. Got it. All I'd right. rather watch, I'm thinking of ending things, I'm pretty sure. Well, that one is, that's a good movie. Said that was like a, that was like hitting Jacob in the heart with a knife and then yeah. pulling it out and slitting his throat with the knife. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because like, he loves. Can you ever forgive me? So it's like you're yeah. insulting both at the same time. I actually right, didn't so, know you guys liked it. Uh, I, just, I did not like either of those films that are being mentioned right now. I, I so Ricky and I are holding down the acerbic corner on for the same ones. All right, so I am first. I think yes. Um. I'm going to go Russell Hornsby for The Hate You Give. Um, yes. Eric. Does that mean me? Eric. Mm. Uh, is your name Eric? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I'm pretty sure. Is my name Five Way Tie? Kenzie, yeah. what uh, is Eric's name? Five Way Tie. Yeah. So, um, here's, uh, here's the thing. Mine. Can you probably... please make a Twitter uh, at, at Five Way Tie? 
<laughs> it's just a picture. Any time there's ever a five-way tie. Um, so I'm going with uh, Chris Hemsworth, Bad Times at the El Royale. I, do not, I would not pick this one. This is just the one of what I've seen that struck me the most. So is that your pick or not your pick? That's my pick, but I wouldn't vote for it. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> I mean, well, technically you can't vote for it, so there's that. Sometimes that's the play. Yeah, Are you drinking out of a Quentin Tarantino cup? Quick trip. I know what it is. I was making a movie no joke idea. on a anyway, movie podcast. Okay, anyway, guys? Sorry. The white anyway, male movie guy with the Quentin Tarantino cup. Hold on. Wait a minute. He's also making a new movie about um, Chris Pine's feet. Yes. I hope everyone's excited for it. Isn't like it just that. Star Trek? Star No, it's called Chris no, Pine's feet. He, he literally, there's this whole article about how he's obsessed with Chris Pine. He thinks Chris Pine is just so yeah. great. And I was like, guys. He's making a movie about Chris Pine's feet as a joke. Well, he's he's making Star Trek, and Chris Pine's in Star Trek. It's not the same Star Trek. I, you make movies yeah. about what passions drive you. And yeah. that is Chris Pine's that's, feet. That's what I'm saying. That's the new Star Trek's going to be all about that. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Pine. It is not happening. And then they're going to get the same writer student. It's going to be about feet blood extraction and how that's going to save the world. And it's going to be R-rated and... Same is Matthew Fox next? Um, I believe so. Thanks, Kenzie, for getting the show back on track. Anyway, Chris Pine's feet. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Nico Santos for Crazy Rich Asians. Yes. Oh, Fox has got the heavy hitters today. I like it. We should probably have let Fox pick all five for every category. Yeah. Well, I was going to do Hemsworth, but uh, somebody. Oh, you were. Oh. Oh, I, he's incredible in that movie. I love that movie. So I, he, he really nails the cult vibe. He seems like the kind of person who could lead a cult. No you know, judgment on him as a person. Intended. Raise your hand if you would join a cult led by Chris Hemsworth. That yeah, character? <laughs> no, Chris Hemsworth, the real guy. <laughs> Maybe. Do I get to live in one of his mansions? All right, Jacob. Uh, Josh Hamilton, eighth grade. Kenzie? Okay, since no one... Chris Pine's Feet, ninth grade. Since no one... <laughs> I forgot, eighth grade was a movie. For a minute, I was like, that was in eighth grade. <laughs> um, no one picked anyone from my list, and I'm really sorry to not pick continues. Adam Driver, but I'm going to go with my heart, Daniel Kaluuya for Widows. Oh, the movie Jacob hasn't seen. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Kenzie, vote. Hmm... I will go Chris Hepsworth. Jacob. Um I messed up. Ricky, what was your what was your I uh, wanted to vote Russell, for Ricky's? Russell Hornsby. Yeah, I'll go with that. Mr. Fox. Chris Hemsworth. Daniel Kaluuya. Yes. I'm going Kalua as well. So we got a tie. Hemsworth, Kalua. All right. See, Moving I up. just assumed that there were a lot of better supporting rules out there just from trailers. Um, I have five okay, on my list. Sam Elliott is actually really great. Uh, Adam Driver, really yeah. great. Yeah. I know that there's a lot of Ken you agree haters, haters, but Richard Raphael Grant Cattell is so Blind good. No, yeah. Right. Um, um, Alex Wolf, Hereditary. I was gonna say, yep. Hereditary too. The husband in Hereditary too, I think. Just yeah. Um, what's his name? Straight. Hereditary. Uh, famous guy X. He's British, right? Midsummer's better. 
The dude from Usual Suspects. Steve. All right, transitioning over not to the Burns. best director category. Gabriel Burns. His name is Steve. Well, not Gabriel his, Burns. His, yeah, his name in the movie. Is Steve. I just said Gabriel Burns. Yeah, yeah. Is it really Steve? Yeah. <laughs> I just randomly said Matthew that. Matthew Fox solved our mystery. Thank you, Mr. Fox. All right, uh, best director category. We had Alfonso Cuarón for Roma. We had Yorgos Stamos, the favorite. I just killed Jacob. Uh, Spike Lee for Black Klansman. Uh, Paul Palakowski for Cold War, and then we had Bradley Cooper for A Star's. Oh no, just kidding. Adam McKay for Vice. Um, all right, Mr. Langford, you are first. For innovation in animation, the work they do with actors, I'm going to give it to Phil Lord and Chris Miller for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Man. Yes! Yes! I like it. <laughs> All right. Jacob, move his camera, show poster of support, super into the house tour. Thank you. Mr. Fox. Please reel us back in for us. I'm going with Ryan Coogler for Black Panther. He's on my list. Uh, Jacob. I'm going with Bo Burnham for Eighth Grade. grade. Kenzie. It's really cool that um, no one took any of my six. Yeah, neither of mine. I'm I'm really pissed off about it right now. Um, Annihilation and Suspiria. I'm trusting you. Okay. Those are both on my list. Um, I need you to pick. Okay, I'm gonna go with my heart. Okay, not my not brain. Um, Luca Guadagnino, Suspiria. All right, I get to vote for that. I'm sorry. See, I have a really, really rough time right now because I've got a fan base to uphold, and both of them were not picked here. Okay. Um, I'm telling you, go with Chazelle. Will live if many Coopers unite. Mm. I'm going Damien Chazelle for first man. Yes. This is my favorite. Bradley Cooper just got sh- got shit on again. <laughs> Can we do something nice to Bradley yeah, Cooper? Did you not have nominated a shitty movie and nominated Bradley Cooper, Kenzie? Here, we can give the best picture to Joker next year. And then... <laughs> I think that's why yeah. Ricky stopped. <laughs> oh, 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 no. Oh, no. <laughs> no! <laughs> He took himself off. All right, so voting time. I am going to vote Ryan Coogler for Black Panther. Kenzie, vote. Uh, Damien Chazelle. Jacob? Uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Fox? Lord and Miller. Luca Guadagnino for Suspiria. The only reason he voted for that is so that the stupid Spider-Man movie would win. No, he said he was going to do it when I nominated him. The only reason I did it was so But I do just want to shout out Powell, I don't know how you say it, because Cold War is one of the best movies released in the last 10 years, specifically this year. And Bradley Cooper for grounding things in reality and pushing out onto like live stages in order to get... So crazy. Like... Yeah, and Chris Christopherson. Maybe he deserved a nomination. He did. Chris Christopherson giving up stage time so Bradley Cooper could shoot a star is born. Truly, the greatest circle of events of all time. Even though that's the worst version of Star is Born. No offense to Barbara Streisand. Are we allowed to transition to Best Actors, or we still got any more fun tidbits? Well, hang on, Kenzie. No kidding. (laughs) And Yorko slammed the most. Anyway, 
All right, transitioning over to the best actress category, we had Yalitza Apriko for Roma, we had Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me, Glenn Close for The Wife, Lady Gaga for A Star Is Born, and Olivia Coleman for The Favorite. Mr. Fox, you are first. The answer is no, Melissa. I can't forgive you for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going with Emily Blunt for A Quiet Place. Oh, I love it. Yes. Wait, they all campaign supporting. Oh, I guess. Oh, she won support. Yeah, she, she won supporting at SAG. They all right? campaign supporting. Yeah. She's leading Mary Poppins. Yeah, that's what everyone was like so that's weird. Right. About if it. I was gonna give the lead. I'm giving it to Fox. Go to Jacob. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go Elsie Fisher for eighth grade. Kenzie. Um, I want to say Tony Collette, but I'm not. I'm oh, saying yeah. Rosamund Pike, a private war. Um, I'm going to go with. I'm going Lady Gaga for Stars Born. And I'm gonna go with Tony Collette for Hereditary. Uh, um, shout out. Shout out to Regina Hall for support the girls. Shout out to Viola Davis oh, for widows. By the way, that's she just turned a 50. sheer range of portraying like mental illness and and motherhood and so many raw emotions as realistically as possible. But I'm going to vote for Lady Gaga because having been a, a like a legit star and icon for so long to go back and play rising through that rank, I feel like that would be. Should Somehow, like, yeah, you're right. Holy sh wait, can everyone say her full name if you're gonna meet her? Stephanie Germani, you're welcome. Uh, is it my pick? Yes, yes. Um, Emily Blunt, Kenzie, Tony Collette, Jacob. Um. I'll go Tony Collette. Fox. I'm going with Lady G. Lady Gaga. Right. Uh, we had another tie. Between That's one a good great one, tie. One to, a, a tie that sucks. Um, Transitioning over to the actor. You don't like Lady Gaga now? I'm just. No, I was talking I'm, about. I'm the one that nominated I'm, Lady Gaga. So there's I'm that. just. I'm prefacing actor with a lot of pressure on every single person. If we let down the Mini Coopers, I'm leaving the podcast. Don't threaten us with a good time. Oh. <laughs> it's my birth month. Yeah, all right. Transitioning over to the best actor category, we had Christian Bale for right. So we had William Defoe for Eternity's Gate. We had Vigo Mortensen for Green Book. We had Bradley Cooper for Stars Born. And um, first up is I, I'm not going to mention the winner. I'm not going to mention that name or that movie on this podcast. Um, <laughs> Jacob. Oh, so nominates him. I will. I'll, <laughs> I'll delete him from my life. Um. He can't nominate anyone from eighth grade. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, if there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> but um, I'm just gonna Best go. Acting director. Funny enough, okay, so I talked about it last week. Found out it was actually released in America this year, and so I'm gonna go Charlie Plummer for Lean on Pete. Kenzie. I'm disappointing the Mini Coopers because I'm not nominating him, but somebody better. I'm uh, not nominating him, so there's that. I hope, I hope I know who Ricky's nominating. Oh, I hate everyone. I, I, um, 
myself. So I'm like, um, oh, you know what? I'm gonna go Ethan Hawk first reformed. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. I can't believe that Bradley Cooper is not getting nominated. I hate this podcast. <laughs> you have the power in your hands. I know. And, I way. Like, and no one's going to vote for Ethan Hawke. God. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm really upset right now. I really needed you to pick Bradley Cooper. Okay, you know what? Let me Ricky, switch. Just, I'll do it. I'll, do it. Heart, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll switch. Bradley Cooper. No, no. we got to keep this yeah. going. I'm actually going to go. Do it. I'm gonna Don't go do it. I'm going to go David Diggs for blind spotting. Okay. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to go for. I thought I you were going to definitely say Ryan Gosling. Yeah, that's what I thought he was going to say too. Nope. He deserves it for that crater scene. Anyway. So I'm going to go with Andrew Garfield for Under the Silver Lake. Yes. Terrible. No, it's not. Golden. Hunter's going to love this podcast today. I love that vibe. <laughs> yes, they are. Andrew Garfield is like one of the few actors. It's literally one of the worst movies I've ever annoying. seen in my life. It's not. You just have to go into it in the right headspace. Oh, I did. I went into the perfect headspace. I'm excited for this. Oh, shit. It's terrible. Matthew Fox <laughs> picks Bradley Cooper. You know what? I you have to sing you. it if you want to pick it. In the shower. I will give you Bradley Cooper. Hey! <laughs> I get the vote. Um, I'll vote for David Diggs. Langford voted for Cooper. Bradley Got Cooper. It. Oh, you did actually. Okay, cool. Wow. All right, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Mini Coopers unite. Not Bradley Cooper. Rami. Oh damn! Landslide. No contest. Who did you vote for, Fox? You vote for my guy, right? David yeah. Diggs. That's yeah. who I would have well, voted for. I can't for. vote for Bradley Cooper when you nominate him. Yeah, I know that, yeah. Diggs is so good in blind spotting. So good. Uh, I've never actually seen that, but I was just thinking about him in Hamilton and thought, I don't like the other three, so. <laughs> Did I, I really wanted to nominate um, John Cho for searching, yeah, but that's, I that's didn't. I like that. All right, transitioning over to Best Picture. Our nominees were Black Panther, A Star is Born, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, Vice, The Favorite, Meth Roma, and Green Book. And Kenzie, it's back to you. Black Klansman. Um, I'm going to go... Um... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Black Panther. Langford. I am gonna go with Suspiria. <gasps> Fox. Won't you be my neighbor? Yes. Oh, that's a good one. Jacob. Eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Eighth grade. Go ahead and vote. Um. Suspiria. I will go with dare, Black Klansman. Okay. Fox. Black Panther. Yay! <laughs> he just squealed like a lord. <laughs> oh my god. Are we going to have a five-way tie? No, definitely not. Um, first off, the reason I vote for Black Panther is because I think Black Panther is one of the most important films that has been made in like the last 10 years. I thought it was fantastic and what it did for 
that culture was mind blowing. Um, but I'm also going to go Black Klansman. So it's two votes for Klansman. Hey, I bought that for you. So Black Klansman wins the best picture, right? But Suspiria is the best picture. This is not the Razzies. Wow. Yeah, you get him, Ricky. Oh, do you know what's crazy? The funny <laughs> thing about it is, is we should do, oh my God, we should do the Razzies next. That'd be fantastic. Like 75% of Kenzie's like, votes on this show are like nominations on the show would be on my like Razzies. So listen, the Razzies are mean because even if a movie's bad, a lot of people put a lot of work into movies and they don't intend for them to be bad. So that's uh, very mean to people. Julie, Julie just know. needs to have a word. What? Remember when Sandra Bullock showed up and won the Oscar and the Razzie? There's a yes. lot of people who have won an Oscar and a Razzie. But like in the same year. She won it in the same year and she showed Brian up. Brian Heglin did for writing The Last Postman and LA Confidential in the same year. The Last Postman is so bad. I like it better than Suspiria. Anyway, anyway, speaking of guilty pleasures, speaking of guilty pleasures, I have the best one. I win guilty pleasures. Go ahead and go first. It's your birthday month. Gotti, starring John Travolta. That That is a guilty pleasure. I'm sorry. It's so bad, but it's so good. I thought Suspiria was your guilty pleasure. (laughs) Suspiria is my number one movie of this year. I think for the thirty minute, the thirty second corner segment, they should talk about why Suspiria is so bad. Because it's bad. yes, be they'll be the wrong the entire time they're discussing. I'm just all curious. I, all I have to do is spell Dakota Johnson really slow. <gasps> oh, 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 oh my god! Oh man, he just dropped a bomb. Oh my god! What about her? Oh. Uh. You don't like Dakota Johnson? What's to like? <laughs> What's to dislike? Oh. She was great in uh in uh Peter Better Falcon. The uh Ellen. The, the highlight uh, the the rich the that movie The Bad Times at El Royale. She was good in that. I'll this was that. her year. This was her year, let me tell you. Oh, I don't she got out of fifty shades, even though she's the best part of them. She did Bad Times at El Royale. She did Suspiria. There was something else too. I don't know. I just felt like she was kind of like until the ending of the movie. I just thought she was more of like a benign viewpoint character. So she's I didn't um, see her as like a thing that would either swing the movie towards better or worse. And I thought she was incredible with the physical dance sequences. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't see what the the big negative would be. She did more dancing than my queen Natalie Portman in Black Swan. But more is not necessarily better, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Guilty pleasure. My okay. He's like um, Suspiria. <laughs> well, I don't think it's like super hated, but a lot of people don't like it. So I'm gonna go Beautiful Boy. The worst editing in a movie of all time. I mean, you're right. No, but... there's there's a movie with Missy Peregrine that was released by Universal where you can see the goddamn boom mic in four or five times. <laughs> It's called Stick It. It's Jeff Bridges is in it. Wait, Stick It like the gymnastics movie? Yes, you can see the boom mic. They dropped the boom mic in a, several shots. I mean, I still enjoy it, but talk I, about editing um, issues. 
I trained to be an Olympic gymnast and I dropped out and the girl that was in my class with me was Nastia Lukin. She went to the Olympics and has a gold medal. Hey, look, I think you could just say she knocked you out and people would really respect that. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty good story. That could have been me. Wait, Uh, Matthew Fox. Matthew's guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. So, um, no. The, uh, anyone who's uh, read Binge Watch knows that I have a uh, big love of shark movies, and 2018 gave us an excellent present, uh, both a Megalodon and Jason Statham in the same movie. So yeah. I'm going with The Meg. It's not a, for me, it wouldn't be a guilty pleasure because that's a damn good movie. Like, I love that I, movie. I think most people don't take that incredibly seriously. I enjoy the <laughs> hell out of it. I, I own it. I watch it from time to time when I'm feeling blue. Yeah. Deep blue sea. I love deep blue sea too. I love deep blue sea. Deep blue sea. I still remember when I was in theater and Samuel Jackson giving that speech. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I'm just kidding. Jacob, have you seen deep blue sea? I'm already 21 years old. I think the spoiler moratorium. Not recently. In order to get the long kiss goodnight, on Blu-ray, I had to get it in a three-pack with Snakes on a Plane and Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> I have no idea why they lumped those together, but I'm so, so you would glad buy they Deep did. Blue sea. <laughs> <laughs> My okay. Deep Blue Sea is from Blockbuster. It has the little sticker on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Um, my guilty pleasure is just because they had no right to go as hard on the production design and direction as they did was Game Night. Yeah, oh, that was my guilty pleasure. That's like, not a guilty pleasure. I really, I don't feel guilty, guilty about it, but it's not it's like, like it's could on have been nominated my, for like a supporting actor. It's on my know. list of movies to shout out. I honestly think it could have been a um, original screenplay contender. And Rachel McAdams is comedic gold in that movie. I love Jesse Plemons in it too. Je- yeah, Jesse he's Plemons. so good. And his- and let's discuss. Not that Jacob can participate, but the dog is in both Widows and Game Night. Same dog. Rocket beer. That <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's the one that had a 2018, not Dakota Johnson. It's that dog. The star go. of the year. Star of the year. Uh, star the was born. Dakota Johnson. <laughs> Dakota Johnson is the queen of nepotism. I don't know. And I would calm I down all this Dakota Johnson slander. If we get one Dakota Johnson fan to listen to this, we'll be canceled for the rest of our lives. Again, I thought she Not by good. me. I will. I will defend. I just think it'd be Adam. ironic if they were both named. My guilty pleasure for this year Dakota was Blockers. Barkson. Blockers oh, is also a not a guilty yeah. pleasure. There's a lot of it's people so that don't good. Like There's a lot of people that think some of these movies are just yeah. are too lowbrow to be considered good. Yeah, I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with a movie. I think Blockers. Movie. Blockers yeah. is a better, um, like, teenage movie than Eighth Grade. I think John Cena is one of the (laughs) This has been a controversial show. I'm just going to offer one more controversial opinion. Yes. Solo, a Star Wars story? Yes. Not that bad. Oh, I I agree. I agree 100%. Yeah. People talk about being the worst Star Wars movie. I'm like, have you seen Jar Jar Binks? Okay. So since, since that was brought up, it does have the worst Star Wars line of all time. I don't think it's a bad movie, but it has the worst Star Wars line ever. Is it um, sound of the what, light wait, turning on? Question. 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 Is Adam Driver in it? 
No. Oh, no. oh is it? Not in this one. Is it uh, when he gives him his last name? Is that what you're going to say? Yep. Yep. It's no, the last name. I'm sorry. Any of the romantic dialogue in Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones, as the hosts of Binge Mode pointed out, that would make you think George Lucas has never touched a woman. That, yeah, yeah. I, I agree to that as well. George Clones Lucas is in all of Star Wars. George Lucas has been married to the same woman like the whole time, right? No, I'm pretty he, sure. He had a bitter divorce during Empire Strikes Back, and that's his least favorite movie. <laughs> like, yeah. I always think about um, they always, never mind. It's so off topic, but that's hilarious. Remarried, but yeah, that happened. I think he's married because she's like involved with I'm the sure production. He kids, but I mean, yeah. like the romantic sequences in Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones, and that dialogue talking about sand and. And the forced romance between Natalie Portman and Hayden Christensen is by far the worst. It's the 85 worst lines in Star Wars. And then maybe we'll get to your solo line. Oh, yeah. So bad. Okay, I'm taking over Eric's corner. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm taking it over. Time out. He has special graphics for the corner. Exactly. I was ready to introduce the. All right, folks, welcome. Oh. You're just now joining us. You are joining us at the right time. It is Eric Langford's no longer corner. It's not Kenzie's corner. But we're going to give Kenzie the floor here. But we're going to make Eric Langford be the, the, the oh, show cool. face at the same time. Eric, mouth along to me. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We have to shout out two movies that were already shouted out. Blockers and Game Night. Not guilty pleasures. Great comedies, but they should all be. Um, bad times, the El Royale, way better than it deserved. Are you signing me? What are you doing? I'm kind yeah. of like this is John my Cena. Mo- my mom signs. Um, I can't sign. No, um, this okay. is John Cena. So blockers. Okay. And also, I'm, I'm- also the hate you give deserved not only the nomination and supporting actor, but an original or adapted screenplay. Cold War, so good by the Criterion. Crazy Rich Asians, so. So good. Can't wait for two and three. Um, Mama Mia, here we go again. Terrible no, no movie. excitement. Okay, Terrible. great. I, movie. I have to be excited for it. So. Lily James, thank yeah. you, Jacob. Um, Meryl Streep, her mother, played by Cher, who's three years older than her. We love to see it. Um, Sisters Brothers. Oh, that's a good one. What, so that, good. The so opening good. scene of that one was very cool. Um, I think it kind of fell off a little bit from there, but the cinematography. Scene. Yes. I think Joaquin Phoenix may have just been drunk running through the movie. I don't know if he was acting. Po- yeah, potentially, yes. But great movie. Um, final movie, Wildlife. Beautiful, beautiful movie. Beautiful directorial debut from Paul Dano, who is hot. And Jake Gyllenhaal is beautiful. And That one's on Criterion, too. Yes, by the Criterion. Thank you for tuning in to Eric Langford's Corner. <laughs> Ensford's Corner. Oh, that's good. That's good. All right, folks, before we go, does anybody else have anything they'd like to say? Nobody tell Ricky I licked him. <laughs> um, oh, let's um, see. I want to end this episode the way Olivia Coleman ended her Oscar speech. Awesome. Lady Gaga, 